0: You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I'm digging into the mailbag, and I pulled out an interesting one. And so this is a person that uh, has reached out to me several times on Instagram. It is the squat junkie. How cool is that name? So she reached out to me, and she asked about resume writing. She wants to know because she's applying for a job, I think, uh, or just maybe this is something that she wants to be familiar with. And so anyway, writing a resume, and I thought about this for a moment and I was like, that might be something that fitness professionals could really, really use. Here's the other thing just recently, because it's been a long time since I've written a resume, uh, or, or even seen one. So I haven't managed other people's business or my business. And so where I hire people, I haven't done that since 2006, maybe. Um, and with that said, I've had my own business for a long time. So I haven't needed to provide a resume necessarily, except for on a very few occasions. And so recently, I had to look up some information on how to put together my resume because I was nominated for uh, an award that I ended up winning, uh, so I'm very happy about that uh, with Idea Health and Wellness, uh, Health and Fitness Association. And so when I when I submitted after nomination, they needed a resume from me. So I I looked up what resume? What do I write? How do I write it? Because it's been a while now. I have something called a CV a curriculum vitae, and it's oftentimes referred to CV, and it basically means course of life. Now, a CV and a resume, very similar and very different. One, a resume is usually one to two or three pages. So in fortunately for me, when they requested a resume, they said one to three pages, so three pages is what they got. Uh, when somebody asks for a CV, that that isn't one to three pages. That's what a resume is, one to three pages. A CV can be a very long list of things that you have done in your life. And so I also sent in a CV upon request, and a, a CV gives everything. So every conference that I've ever spoken at, every topic for every time slot, every session I've ever done, uh, and just that section, and that's over 100 presentations that have been given conference, just that section is about five or six pages. And there are multiple pages. But that's a CV. I like having a CV because it's very easy for me to put together a resume if I'm keeping a CV, and every time I do something, I just open up my CV and I add something else to it. Every time I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast, open up my CV, put something else in it. Every time I um, write an article or a blog, open up CV, add another piece to it. So that a CV is a catch-all, everything that you've done. It's pretty exhaustive. Resume. Well, let's let's get into the resume, which is going to be much shorter, but it might be good for you to consider having a resume because a resume will allow you to um well i don't know get in touch and uh provide workplace information so i'm pulling up a resume right now and this is just my resume so i'm pulling it up and first is uh, it needs to look nice and so i wish you could you could see my resume but i here's what i have i have my name I've got a few letters after my name, which I add to it. I only add for me. I only add the um, my education, my higher education credentials, and anything that I'm licensed in. So I'm a licensed massage therapy uh, therapist. So I put LMT on there as well. So uh, DHS MS LMT. I have my phone number. I have an email address. I have my actual mailing address that's on there. And then the first thing in the list of things that I put in, is profile. And the profile is like a little write-up about me. First sentence, Rick started his career in fitness in 2002 as a certified personal trainer, and dot, dot, dot. So it goes on, and that's the profile. So I'm just putting a little tidbits of written information, so you can read a story about who I am. And One of the things uh, that comes in after that is there is your work experience and your education. I think work experience comes first. So putting in your work experience is going to be more important for people that are hiring you than is education. So your work experience goes first. So my work experience started as a personal trainer in 2002, and then I put until present. Because I still work as a personal trainer. Now, under that, I kind of give a little information. So it's experience, right? Now the experience is going to have several subtopics. Uh, the main topic, experience, I put in all caps. All the subtopics are going to have first letter capital letters as we go through it, and then a little story. So experience, personal trainer, New York, New York, two thousand two to present. Rick started as a personal trainer. Blah, 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 And then it goes through one, two, three, four different companies that I worked with until I became an independent trainer, which is what I still do to this day. So I just have that list. And I put the dates in there and the city locations. The next thing I added in there was NASM. So I'm NASM faculty instructor. And so under that, 2006, when I started with NASM, to present. And then just a little bit about what I do and then a little bullet point of some of the things underneath it that I have done with them. Um, the additional things that I have in there were uh, are the gyms. So my experience having and owning a gym, 2014 to present, and then I write a little information under there about it. So that is work experience. And I have three topics under there. Well, if you don't have three topics, do you have three places that you have worked? If you haven't worked anywhere, then be clear with that work experience as a personal trainer, right? Then you can say, um, "I do. I have not formally worked uh, with employment as a personal trainer. However, I have gotten my certification, and I work closely with friends, family. I provide support to individuals." give them something where they can look at and be like, all right, this person is not only certified, but they're also working with people and they're looking to get a job. Truth be told, gyms are looking for personal trainers. So don't feel like you have to have the most decked out resume. You don't, you don't. So just put in what you have done. I don't necessarily suggest fluffing your resume, but put in some of the stuff that you've done what you're looking to do under experience. Then under uh, the next thing I put is education. So I go through my higher education. Uh, and, and if you don't have higher education, just put your education. You can go through, uh, if high school is what you've gone through and no college, if you're currently enrolled in college, I am in my uh, semester, uh, my uh, sophomore year in college at blah, blah, blah. If you finished it, BS in uh, or um, uh, Bachelor's of Arts in something else, right? Like whatever you got added in there. Is it fitness related? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have a, a undergraduate degree in fitness to get a job in fitness. So stop worrying about that stuff. Underneath education, I have school, right? So education, all caps, school, and then license, licensed massage therapist. Then I have certifications and specializations. So my education, if I don't have anything to put under um, formal education, then I have my certifications and specializations. National Academy of Sports Medicine, certified personal trainer, corrective exercise specialist, performance enhancement specialist, MMA conditioning specialist, all the things NASM, and then Uh, American Heart Association, CPR, AED, I even have that on there. Uh, And then I also have a section that says uh, currently enrolled courses. So these are the education that I'm currently enrolled in. I'm currently enrolled in the NASM wellness coaching course, and I'm currently enrolled in the sacroiliac joint specialist course the HESH method, so I'm taking two courses right now that I am interested in, I want to learn more about, I paid money for, I want to be a part of, I want to continue learning, and they see that when you have courses currently enrolled. Uh, The next thing, professional memberships. If you don't have a professional membership, get a professional membership. I'm a member of the National Strength and Conditioning Association Research Journal, uh, uh, the American Massage Therapy Association, American Diabetes Association. Those are all professional memberships that I'm a part of. I also have in there uh, podcast host, the au- uh, authored coursework that I've done, conference sessions uh, that I've done by request, and then references. Now, some some don't require you to put references Or they will say references. You can put references available upon request. And that is also doable. So um, really what to look at here. What do you do in a, a resume? You highlight about you and your experience and your education. There are a lot of things that I mentioned in here. This is not about me, though. This is about you going, oh, I didn't think about adding something like that in there. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think about putting that in there. I did do something like that. I can add to my resume. So, in your resume, give a little profile, a little bit about you, and then go through and say, "All right, well, this is my work history. This is my education. These are my certifications. These are my specializations. These are some articles that I've written. This is a podcast that I've been on. Uh, these I've contributed in these ways, and that." Peaks the interest of the reader. Trust me, fitness folks, even that read resumes all the time, aren't necessarily looking at this and being like, well, they didn't font this in such a way. Like, keep your font, be good at writing the resume, and like good fonts and good color and a nice presentation is always going to show that you put effort into it. Putting effort into it is very important. So it's not just on a poorly printed piece of paper with streaks in the ink. Uh, it's, it's well formatted. It's well delivered. I even have a picture of myself on there. Uh, and I know that might sound kind of weird, but based off of some of the resumes that I'd seen, when they look at me and they look at the resume and then I come in, they go, oh, that's the person right there. Let's get them to person in here, right? So there's a, a photo. There's my contact information and some of the stuff that I've done. That's it. Now, the next part, showing up. And when you show up, I know that you might have some really amazing active wear. Dress nicely. Dress nicely. I would say dress professionally, and not fitness professional, professionally. So I come in with, um, uh, as a man, like a a button-up shirt and a tie maybe a jacket, uh, and I'm trying to look nice. So, uh, ladies, whatever your equivalent is, I don't know. I don't know if there's a pantsuit. I don't know. Dress, I don't know, but not your athletic tights. Like that's That's not necessarily what we're looking for. When you come in, dress business professional, and that way I take that resume, which you've put together and put a lot of thought into, it's it's fonted and laid out really well you maybe put it in a nice binder a nice sleeve to hand it over in and then you are dressed like a professional so when you come in nobody's gonna go why are you dressed like that it's a gym you should be dressed down no one's gonna do that you're coming in to get a job so anyway I hope you find this helpful. For those of you who have been through this, for some of you that are fitness managers or people who have run gyms before and you're hearing this, I'm hoping that you're on the other end going, yep, yep, yep. Because when I talk about this with all of my friends, especially back when when we were all working together, management, we'd be like, I can't believe they came in here wearing that. Or they just threw some stuff on the paper and it was wrinkled when I got it. And it was this, like, like do the best you can. And sometimes wrinkly paper happens in root. Do the best you can. Make everything as professional as possible. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you appreciate it. Share with your fitness friends, family, and uh, like and subscribe. Listen, we're all doing the best we can. When we can learn a little bit better, as Maya Angelou says, when you learn better then do better. So let's all make that opportunity, take the opportunity to not just listen and not just learn, but also make those applications in our lives. Thank you for listening. I appreciate if you want to reach out to me, you can do so at rick.richie at nasm.org or hit me up on Instagram at dr.rickrichie. Thanks for listening and keep inspiring people to fitness. This has been the NASM CPT podcast.